Okay, good morning everyone. The month of Cheshvan, sponsored by Moshe and Eva Kesselman, Bissus Allah Chayalim, protecting Am Yisrael. We have a lot of weekly sponsorships this week. It's a, just like it was just mentioned before, it's so beautiful to see so much learning. It's, it's unbelievable. So the week is sponsored by David Nilan, a singing memory of Reb David's mother, Abani Tzirel Basar Avelial, by my in-laws, in honor of uh, Tifer, my, my oldest, Tifer's b- uh, birthday tonight, and Leva's birthday was a few days ago, and our anniversary this week. By the Schultz and Rosen families, in memory of Itamar's mother, Rezabat Itamar, David and Elaine Brenner, in, mem- in, in memory of the protection of Tovia, Reuven, Ben Chaya Hadassah, proudly serving in Aza. Zevin Jody Stender for the Rufushtim of Fig of Goldabas Tova. Michael Levy, in memory of Ben Sion, Ben Sviha Kohen. Uh, Tova Damnet, in memory of Tova's father, uh, Moshe Eliezer Ben David. Sandra Hersko, in memory of her husband, Gabriel Hersko, on his first Rufal Tzvi Ben Yaakov Nechemia, Zichon Libach on his first Yerzeit. Today is sponsored by Michal and Yuli Reinitz, in memory of. Michal's grandfather, who's also my grandfather, who I'm named after. Today is his Yorzeit, Reb Shmuel ben Shlomo ben Shmuel HaKohen. Zichon Levracha, I think it's his 60th Yorzeit, my grandfather. So, we got, <coughs> Hashem, we have uh, plenty of more Torah to learn, plenty of more Torah to learn, and we should all do it in good health. Uh, if you don't mind to just close that back door until... Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Chavirim, open up, please, on Daf Kuf Chaf Hey. We're going to be continuing from Kuf Chaf Hey. Now, I want to say a few things that I think are, are very, very uh, needed to be said right now. Very important. For me, personally, what's now beginning to sink in is these numbers... Yeah. The numbers of kidnapped mm. Yidin, it's starting to really, mamash, like, almost consume me, like, all day long. I, I, it's, it's, some people, it's, it's been happening from the beginning, it's just, there's been so many fronts here, there's so many things going on, there's so many, there's so many emotions, uh, you know, all, all up in the air, that it's very, I mean, it's very clear, to me at least, that... Be'ez Hashem will be a miracle and we'll be able to you know, f- free them all with some kind of like mamish me'ala teva kind of energy v'chulei. Um, and then afterwards when they come home in the name of, of real justice in the, in the name of Kiddush Hashem there has to be a, a, a nekama like, like never before. There has to mamash be a nekama like never before. And I could already see that because it's so tiring this is like a milchemet hatasha, war of attrition. It's so tiring. Our our emotions, our energy is like, and the war and and one of the fronts of this war is to continue to lo lead balbel. Nothing has changed from day one. Nothing has changed, meaning in terms of what we were saying on day one to now. In fa- if anything's changed, it's just that it's gotten deeper and deeper and deeper all the learning we've been doing, and all the understanding of where we're at in this ma'aracha. And that's part of the tefillah with this learning that, that we pashut shouldn't get, we shouldn't get tired. We should stay very much awake, we should stay very much alive, and we should stay very much focused and not mebulbal, not mebulbal at all. The inspiration to stay awake and to, to amash be chazak right now is really, how he's bringing it down over here, is really coming from Shimon and Levi. We're still not finished with Shimon and Levi. The last thing we learned about Shimon and Levi was that the 
that the makor, the source of what led to the action, as we see that it plays out also with, with Yosef Atzadik, the makor was wrong, and Yaakov Avinu curses the makor of it. But if it was really, really something that we have nothing to learn from, then the aftermath of who Shimon and Levi were as Shvatim and Am Yisrael wouldn't have been what it was. So the few things we learned about what they ended up being afterwards is that they had an avoda of tikkun, of tikkun gaiva, which is the root of kas. That's what they had to work on, right? So, achalkem b'yakov afitzem b'yisrael, they had to be you know, dispersed, and because they needed to be needy. Like, when, if you need something from people, that, that, that lowers your gaiva, you know? If you need something from someone. It's like one of the midot we, we, we don't like. like we, we never, none of us ever want to be the person that needs something from somebody. But it really is a tikkun on the, on the makom of, of gava. So Levi and Shimon and Levi were dispersed in order to like work on that root of the midah, nachon. But we also know, like we learned, we learned last week, that there were some very amazing things about the act that happened because of the flag. That was very, very important. That on the flag of Shimon was the city of Shechem. That means that the action was a must. The action was a must. The action of what they did in Shechem is, is engraved on the flag representing a whole tribe in Am Yisrael, right? Shevet Shimon. The Ruach of Kana'ut that they had was something very, very, very holy. And, he, and Rav Kahana continues here on the bottom of Kuf Chaf Hei, Mikol Makom, Ruach HaKana'ut Shaita Bahem, Heviyat HaKadosh Baruch Hu Latet LeShimon Et HaTafkid, Laamid Sofrim Umelam Dei Torah, Sheit Parnesu Bedochak, Ach Tiyeh Bahem HaTchifa Lihit Maser. What, were Shem, what was the tribe of Shimon known for? What does this mean? Huh? They were the ones that would be not just sufferers, but also <coughs> teachers. Teachers. Now it's, now it's true that anyone that chose Chinuch because of the 401k, or the, mm-hmm. the, that's, that didn't really work out for anybody but so much, as far as I know. No one goes into Chinuch because they know the big bucks are there. That's also part of what, what, what he's saying over here. Shimon and Levi, Shimon, Shevet Shimon, became one. He, what did he become? This person that committed such a thing in Shechem, and, right? What, did he, what, was he, what was his Indian? He was a sulfur, and he was melamed, ma'amid melamdim in Am Yisrael. He made the, the, the teachers in Am Yisrael, because they had to have this midah in them. Like the Tirgum Yonasan says about the Shevet of Shimon, is that I'm dividing, I'm separating them from all the tribes because they're the ones that are going to bring teachers into Am Yisrael. That means, and this is very, very powerful, but I want you to realize this, that if you don't have this Ruach of Kana'ut, don't think that you could give over Yiddishkeit to the next generation. That's what he's saying. You cannot give over the full picture of Yiddishkeit to the next generation. If this is not part of your, of your DNA, this is not part of who you are and how you react, how you live in the world, how you learn Torah, it'll be very hard for you to give over Yiddishkeit to the next generation. This is coming from Shevet Shimon. This is what Shimon was all about. Is, sorry, is, is he putting the Dochek on that they became Malam the Torah? Or they became Olam de Torah so that they shouldn't have the difficulty in learning. Both. Both. Meaning, they had to be the ones that needed 
because it's working on the, it's very good, it's a good diuk. They needed that tikkun of gaiva, but he could have come up with a different gig for them, if you know what I mean. He could have, he, there could have been another gig for them, lit parnes bedochak, not dafka, melamde, you know, mamid tamid echachamim. Uleshevet Levi, now let's, if Levi was so cursed, I don't know, I remember those people singing Nigunim in the Beis Amigdash, who was there? Levi. Levi, those fanatics, those those Meshagayim, they had a job in Beis Amigdash, but they're, they're bloodthirsty. They're Meshuga. They're radical. Uleshevet Levi Natanita Keuna, not just that they sang Nigunim, that the Kohens of Odin the Beis Amigdash came from the same tribe. You know, they say about Yidin, I'm Kshay Oref, stiff-necked people. Good or bad? Gad, that's what we say. <laughs> or Bud, it's both, good and bad. It's, it's basically both of them together. The stiff-neckedness, right, we've seen. But wait a second, the I'm Kshay Oref, the stiff-necked people, are not willing to let go. They can't let go. They're not going to let go of God's words. They're going to hold God accountable, kivyochol, so to speak. When he says over here, it's dafka, their akshanut of Levi. What's akshanut? Their persistence. What's that? Stubbornness. Lidvok ba'ashem heviotam shelo la'avod ba'avodah zarao be'egel azav. When they, we know in Mitzrayim, they did not participate in any avodah zarah, and they also did not participate in egel azav. This is the shevet, that did what it, this coming from Levi, who did what he did with the Maes Hashem and Dina. This is a hard, this is a hard sentence to swallow. Because they also had something else in them. They ask, they actually, when Moshe Rabbeinu says, Mila Hashem Eli, right, who's to Hashem come to me? So, what did they join Moshe Rabbeinu in doing? It's hard for us to understand this. They were killing uh, a lot of them. How many? Thousands. Three thousand, right? No, twenty-four thousand is the mispar of Midian of the. After Egel Azav, after the sin of the golden calf, they went out Ishel Charbel and they they killed. Meaning Shevet Levi was the one that Moshe Rabbeinu knew. I, I I have to do this. I can't do this alone. Well, who's someone that is really the vek ba'ashem elokav that can do this? Mamish l'shem shamayim. Shevet Levi. So again, Mila Hashem So if it's so bad, right, if it's so, if what they did and this temperament of theirs is so bad, there's no way in the world that A, they wouldn't have fallen in Avodah Zarah and Mitzrayim, B, that they wouldn't have fallen with Egel Azav, and three, that Moshe Rabbeinu would have taken them to be the ones to, to finish this very intense moment after Chet Egel. We're looking at the DNA of Shevet Levi over here right now. That, that's what we're doing over here. I'll tell you why it's so important to do this, because whenever anyone tries to minimize this voice that calls for holy nekama, where do they always take you to? Where do they always try to point you to? No, Pinchas would be an easy one. Shimon and Levi. They always bring you to Shimon and Levi to teach you, to, to show you what not to do. Always. It's always like this. That was used during this whole thing. When I'm talking about Nakama, there's people that are like, well, you know Shimon and Levi, and they were using that to show no, Always, always. Shimon and Levi, they just haven't learned like one... 
They, they forgot about the rest of Shimon and Levi, and they didn't learn anything else about Shimon and Levi, but it's an easy thing to say, ah, Yaakov even says they should be cursed. Yeah, really? Apam should be cursed. Maybe their anger should be cursed. We still haven't figured out how to do this without any element of anger. That's the height. That would be the height of the Kedusha over here, which we have to figure out how to do this. We have to figure out how to approach it without that, without that Apam, because that Apam is cursed. One is, million is percent. Anger? Because yeah. it seems like anger would be in this situation the Makom. I don't understand why the anger is a bad thing either. Ryako Avinu cursed it, meaning that's the motive of theirs. That's what we were learning last week. That, that what drove them was more the anger than maybe the Kiddush Hashem. So we, we've been learning that it's a very hard thing. <sighs> is that had they been motivated by avenging the covet of the Kaddish Baruch And only then. There had been no... no, no uh, Arur. Then the, right, then the word Arur. We, we have... All of us. There's a mixture sometimes of our own anger in the current situation, and we have to do this for, for the Kaddish Baruch Okay. Amru Chazal, Kachet Alevim. That's in Pashas. It's, yeah, it shows up a bunch in Nasal where there's Havdalah of, of Levim, and then Baalot Chaz, Kachet Alevim, Mitoch Bnei Yisrael. I once, uh, does anyone have a pen? I'll show you something amazing. This is a beautiful, does anyone have a pen I can borrow just for one second? This is um, something I learned years ago from the Bnei Sachar. So if you spell out if you spell out the word Yisrael, right? You take the word Yisrael and you spell out each letter with this actual letter. Like Yud of Yisrael is Yud Vav Dalid. Right? You understand what we did? So the Pasuk says Kachet HaLevim Mitoch Bnei Yisrael. Take the Levim from within Bnei Yisrael the Bnei Sacher says, if you spell out each of the letters, the middle letters, mitoch Bnei Yisrael, spell out Levim. It's a geval de gavort from the, the Agra de Kama. Right? Like the Levi, this is a beautiful, it's not just like a cute vort, this is very deep. It's meaning, it's, it's coming to show us the Levi is mamash the essence. He is inside the kishkas of Bnei Yisrael. Levi mitoch Bnei Yisrael. So the, so the Torah tells us, kachtel, Thank you. Kachta levim b'toch b'nei Yisrael. Kachta levim b'toch b'nei Yisrael. Zeh sh'amara katuv. Hashem tzadik yivchan v'rasha v'oev chamasan anafsho. Av shifto sh'levi nasnu atzman al kiddush moshu l'kadosh baruchu. K'shayu Yisrael b'mitzrayim ma'asu b'torah u'v'mila. Aval shifto sh'levi kulam tzadikim ayu v'ayu osim et ha'torah. Sh'neemar ki shamru imratecha u'vidcha yinzoro. Zo ha'mila v'lo od. אלא בשעה שעשו ישראל את העגל, לא נשתתפו שם שבטו של לוי. שנאמר, ויעמוד משה בשער המחנה, ויאמר מי להשם אליי, ויאספו אליו כל בני לוי. כיוון שאמר להם משה, שימו איש חרבו על ירחו, ועברו ושובו משער לשער במחנה, והרגו איש את אחיו, ואיש את רעהו, ואיש את קרובו. מה עשו? שמו, ולא נשאו פנים. וכן משה מברכם, האומר לאביו ולאמו לא ראיתיו, ואת אחיו לא הכיר, ואת בניו לא שמע, כי שמרו אמרתך. This is already in, in, uh, in, 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 in Abraha, the end of the Torah. All these things, what are, they, what are they coming to show us? They're coming to show us that someone that comes to you with the Taina, that you have to learn from Shimon and Levi what not to do, does not know any Torah. 
Maybe how not to do something. Maybe that. But what not to do? He hasn't learned anything. He, he, he stopped in a place of Torah that stems with him and doesn't take him out of his comfort zone. You hear? It, anyone that can learn after what we've been seeing over here, is, and that's like the whole of Am Yisrael, was pushed out of their comfort zone, the late Brera, the way we were, we were chucked out of our comfort zone on the holiest, happiest time of the year, on Simchat Torah. And we, <coughs> our avoda now is to continue to go out of our comfort zones of things that perhaps we simply chose to not deal with because it makes us uncomfortable. Well, every, not every, but there are millions of, of, of Sona Yisrael that are making a lot of Jews uncomfortable right now. A lot of Jews uncomfortable. The question is, within our own context of learning, can we afford to get a little bit uncomfortable? You know? Can we, get, can we afford... Do, do we have the luxury to not get uncomfortable a little bit? And this is the way he's been bringing out Shimon and Levi. I never learned Shimon and Levi like this before, that's for sure. I was always like, well, okay, they say that statement, then the Pasha goes on, but, but really, it was really bad because of what Yaakov Avinu says at the end of Pasha Dvaychi. Well, if that was the case, why didn't I stop and think for a second? If they were that cursed, how could Levi be the ones that are the main functions in the Beis Amignash? How could it be? Did I ever notice what was written on, Sh- on Shimon's flag? Did I ever notice what Chazal said about Shevet Shimon, what their job was? Now, the avoda that we have right now, the avoda pnimis that we have right now, in order to make sure that our ratzon for nekama is pure, it seems that it's about tikkun agaiva. Because tikkun agaiva is what leads to kas. Tikkun agaiva means the, the fixing of ego, haughtiness. It seems like he showed us that seems to be clearly linked. That if it's coming from a place of kas, uh, the Ramon the, the, the is telling us, go check your midah. Go check your, you know, go, go check to see where it's coming from. Yes, Eli. Amen. It should be like that. Immediately. Hashem can do anything. Again, Mochin de Katnus is like, no, there's no more to the mindset. It's just that, right? Mochin de Gadlus, expansive mindset, is like, wait a second. All these stories in the Torah, what are the stuff that I've like, kind of like, didn't really learn so much because it didn't stem with the rest of my life? There are a lot of stories like that in the Torah. It didn't really work out. It didn't, didn't really fit in with the rest of my Yiddish guy. And there are, there are a bunch of stories like that. Not only about Nekama, what I'm saying is, there are a lot of s- stories in the Torah that because I said for myself, you know, like we set up a Yiddish guide that kind of works for us, right? To a certain extent. Then some of us get into Hasidus and it's like, well, wait a second. The whole point is to kind of get uncomfortable, right? And then it's a struggle. It's like, well, I keep on, and you know, this, is, this relates a little bit to the text that I didn't answer you yet. Don't worry, I didn't forget it. Like, the Torah that gets me a little bit uncomfortable emotionally may be the Torah that I actually have to be learning right now. The Torah that I could add up and show, I finished this, I learned this, I know this, this adds up, now I finish this, boom, yashar. 
there's a value to every single letter of Torah that we learn, but maybe the, uh, the Iker Inyan of the door is to Dafka face Torahs that make us feel uncomfortable. And Rav Cook put that in our faces. Just we didn't really understand what he was saying, and now we're trying to decipher what he was saying. But really, that, that's the world of Torah that, that we're in right now. Our whole Mahalach here, our whole Achiza and Eretz HaKodesh is only about the Torah. It has nothing to do with anything else but the Torah, but, the, but Kiddush Hashem. So if that's the case, we have to look at the fuller picture of things when it comes to stories in the Torah that show us, that show us how we get uncomfortable. Mamash kacha. And it's very, listen, this tahalich that we're going through right now is very, very hard for many people whose certain images that they grew up in their house, even pictures of people on the wall, you realize that they weren't operating at all from a place of thinking about kovat shemaim. They were thinking about kovat atzmi, mamash, kovat atzmi, how they'll be written in the history books, thinking that it has to t- tie with the goral of, of, of the nation of Israel. It's very hard for some of us to, to have to do this stuff. We're ripping our hearts apart, but f- over a thousand of our brothers and sisters were, I'm just going to say these words again, because it's, it's like been a few weeks, beheaded, hidden, raped in front of their husbands and boyfriends and, and kinderlach. We have to say this all the time. I'm not pushing watching the footage. I, I, but I'm saying that, rega, 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 one second. Where are we running to? Maze, rega, rega, 37 days. Shnia. And when you think that, we tend to become enraged. And that is the cause. Versus... But maybe this time that we have right now is like... And, and one of the hardest things is to do, he's voted this right now, but to really take the rage, don't take it out on anything. Bring it up in your Yisbodidus. Bring it up in your but Not to Hashem, just as a thing. Not how could you, because we already discussed that last week. The, the Shaila is not how could you, it's how could we. Express it to Hashem. All the Svarim of Rav Kluger, of Erez Moshe Doron, all the Tzadikim and Breslov are saying, listen, he's voted us. It's not this session where you like, you just stand there dancing, thanking Hashem, and, and hopefully you get like a good kvetch. It's bringing whatever is bubbling inside, bringing it there. This is living Pnimius Atayra. You think Shachris Mincha and Marev is sufficient after, after Simchas Torah? You're crazy. You're crazy. If you haven't had a power, what, what, one session with Hashem, putting the rage there, again, not at Hashem, because you're going to feel like an idiot after two seconds, because of really what you brought up last week, which I find to be so meduyak. Because you'll hear back Hashem saying, I'm not really sure why you're angry at me. I, I gave you everything, and you've been choosing to try to figure out how to get rid of so much of it. Mamash. How to belittle my, how to belittle my love, how to belittle my gift. But it has to be that in order for the rage to find a place in its proper place about Kovot Shemaim, you have to bring it in. You know, one of the funerals yesterday, so there were funerals of big, big dolim. Big, big people. Big. One of them, you know, 
you've heard of Yechiel Leiter? Yechiel's son Moshe? His name is Moshe, right? Hashem Yikom Damo? So Yechiel said something. Yechiel said so many things. He also wrote a very harif, passionate letter to President Biden. You have to read this. And he also told Bibi, you know, make sure my son did not go in vain. And Bibi said he took an oath. Let him do tshuva. Let, let, let us all do tshuva. He said... But he took an oath to... Later, yeah. He took, a, he took an oath to Yechiel. Yeah, he said it at the press conference. I've never heard him say that. He said, Ani nishba. I will finish the job. Now, what that means is already... Is already uh, now, he said, I promise your son's, you know, that, that your son's falling will not be in vain. But rega, rega, I'm, going, I'm, I'm trying to get to somewhere else. He said over there, I'm trying to remember the exact wording, he says, going out and being killed through Achil Hashem is, 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 is gruesome. It's holy, but it's gruesome. Being killed as a Kiddush Hashem is the highest thing in the world. That's what he was saying at his own at his own son's funeral, right? We're reaching elements and levels of faith, like I spoke to you about. On, oh, you weren't here on Shabbos, um, about like like the father of the Chatuf. His name is Eliyahu Liebman. Like I said in Shul about being able to say Shachol, we're entering into a new era of faith that's only those that are willing to get uncomfortable are entering into. And look at look at people look at people's discomfort, right? But if our Yiddishkeit, and I'm already thinking about Tishbev this year, I'm, I'm Amish. I'm, I was from Simchas Torah. I've been thinking about Tishbev. Am I going to sit down and and think that the avoda of the day today is to like let's let, let's say keynote? And then I ask myself, how did we go back to saying keynote after the six million? Like I don't understand. I don't understand, sir. Like, I'm actually, I don't understand as a cloud. How how is it? Because it's in our comfort zone. It's like calcified. Because it's in our comfort zone. And we don't have to deal with all the questions relating to the six minutes. Well, there was someone else. There was someone that wrote a very interesting book called "Uncomfortable Questions for Comfortable Jews." <laughs> what a book! By the way, Ellie Michelle is putting out a whole new series on uncomfortable questions. But you know what? Ellie's dealing with there. I want us to think about us. Us. What, where are our comfort zones? Where are our comfort zones? Are we okay that, that Pualim are starting to come back in here again? All the cars on the road? Are we crazy? Ishtaganu legamre. Ishtanefdel. That's it. Right there. I, I caught you. I just caught you. I, I just caught you. This is it. And you're not exactly a left winger. Can you repeat what you said? It's the biggest problem. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Comfortable, comfort. The place of pure, pure nekama, holy nekama, is, is, is after this dibur with Hashem. It's mamash after this dibur with Hashem. See, because that's kas. Like what it triggers in me is kas. Did I bring it to the table to this border session and say, "Rebono Shalom, ani malechema"? I'm filled with anger, 
filled with anger. What, so you think I need the Rebbe to tell me at that moment, you know, the Midrash says, Kol HaKoyas Ki Loveid Avad Azara. I'll punch you in the face if you tell it. Huh? What's that? Not <laughs> pitom. It has to be in, a, in, a, in its proper place. Because when it's in its proper place, it's Mesiris Nefesh. And Hashem will reveal the way how it implements. Okay, back inside. When the third line on the top of Kuf Chavav. Eza Mesirut Nefesh, Eza Kabbalat Ol Malchut Shamayim, he's talking about Shevet Levi. Rak Adam Sheyesh Bo Nefesh Gvoa, Im Ahavat Hashem, Ve'avas Tzitkas Hashem. Only someone with a high soul that has so much love for Hashem and love of the justice of Hashem while hating evil, hating evil from prevailing in the world can reach such levels. Levi v'shimon shekalelu betocham et midat ha-kanaut ve'ahava azal ha-Hashem im midat ha-nekama b'reshaim u'berishut so Levi and Shimon had inside of them both the Mida of Kanaos and the, the real passionate love for Hashem, together with the Mida of Nekama in Rishayim and in Rishus. After HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes them and what makes them them and does some holy um, refining, refining fine-tuning, yeah, on who they are, they end up being leaders in Am Yisrael. I'm a Kohen. I come from the... Per- like, I'm, like I'm talking about this. Like, how could, I don't know if any of you know if you're from Shevet Shimon. But Yeshua, who else is a Levi here? There's some Leviim here. It's there. Benzi's a coin. It's, it's here. Steve's a coin. We, we have this. And we say, well, I come from a person. Yes, I come from a person that he had kas. It's true. He saw his sister being raped. And at that moment, he did what he did. 100%. He did what he did. And Yaakov Avinu said what he said to him. And Hashem then says, the tzaddik, it goes there, Kaddish Baruch Mekayim. Yaakov Avinu said what he said about what they need to do. Achalkem Yaakov, Afitzem Yisrael. They have to go and work on this midah of gaiva, but then, because these midahs of it being about Hashem and not about them, they are going to be the ones that are going to be teachers in Am Yisrael. Shimon is going to be the one that are suffering ma'amidei talmidei ba'am Yisrael. And because of that mysterious nefesh, because of that ahava aza that they have, they will actually be the ones that when you come to the center of the universe, Shevet Levi, Beis HaMikdash, they're going to be the ones that greet you. They're going to sing you a nigun. They're going to take your sacrifice. They're going to console you. They're going to get you back up on your feet again. They're going to get you back up on your feet again. Achen, just one more paragraph. So we see, like we said in the beginning, Bamakom nekama davar gadohu. In a place where nekama is needed, nekama is a tremendously big thing. There's never been more of a need for nekama in the modern state of Israel. There's always been in needs. Because there's been chil shem shamayim's nonstop. 
but there's never, ever been such a great need to be able to say this sentence, just to show you how much we're so ignorant of so much of our tradition. Not, not you, me. Have you heard of Yom Nikanor? What's Yom Nikanor? My Nikanor, Nikanor Echad Me'afarchei is one of the archbishops, archbishops, Every day he would take his finger and he'd point at Yerushalayim and he'd say, Matai pol tipol beyadi. When is this going to be mine? From the river to the sea. Va'amar sena. And I will, I will lirmos. I will, I will like, conquer it, but lirmos means to... To, to raise it? Yeah, like raise uproot. it. Uproot it completely, right? Uchshegavra malchus beis chashmonai benitzchum. Now beis chashmonai are eniklach av... Levi, <laughs> and they beat them, so they got this guy. And what did they do? Katzitzu behonot yadav veraglav utlaum b'sharei Yerushalayim. They cut off his fingers and his toes, and they hung it in the gates of Yerushalayim. Ve'amru pe shayam edaber begeava, a mouth that spoke with such gaiva. Ve'adaim shayu menifot al Yerushalayim, and fingers that were pointing their finger at Yerushalayim. Revenge will be placed on those exact fingers. Yom Nikanor is a Yom Nekama. Yom Tov Lansiach et Nekama. Kedel Iskor et Achiruf et Agiduf Neged Hashem ve Neged Iro. To remember that there was a Chilul Shem Shamayim that was very clear, which put Pachad into people. You know how many mothers, are, not just mothers, how many Jews are living in a state of pachad now? What a chilu Hashem that is. Do you know what an akama need is needed for such putting such pachad into Hashem's children? And to remember the victory, that needed to be placed over there. Why? Jews have this obsession of forgetting. We have this obsession of forgetting and trying to see that really everyone loves us. I don't know, after our sisters are raped, children and soldiers beheaded, you'd think there'd be some sympathy from the world, and we're witnessing the exact, exact opposite of it. Why did they do this? Why did it was twofold? One was to restore pride and to remove the pachad into people that were frightened from those fingers pointing at Yerushalayim. But the other one was to show Yesh Elokim Shoftim Ba'aretz. Hashem is in this world, which brings us right back to the first thing we learned about Nekama. Nekama is a result of darts being put into minds of Yidin, wondering if Hashem is running the show or not. That is a Chilul Hashem. A Kiddush Hashem is removing the darts of Suffolk that are being shot at Jewish hearts. Nekama is a tremendous tool of Kiddush Hashem when used properly to restore 
faith again that Hashem is running the show. And all that, all from the river to the sea, Chavre, will be some kind of Bechina. I see you're all getting really, really nervous right now, right? There'll be some kind of Bechina by all of them, like Nikanor. Is that okay? It's okay, everybody? It's okay? They made a Yantiv. We're going to be celebrating Hanukkah, Bezrat Hashem, less than a month. Is that okay? You know, if Yidin act, if like the, the, if most of the Jewish world today actually knew the stories of Beit Hashmonai, they'd never light candles. Mm. And they'd never celebrate Purim. If they know what they did with the children of Haman, they'd never do it. It's like, sorry, yes, it's like what? I'm saying it's like the Ozen of the, uh, of the Evid. It's for the... Uh, Marzea. Everyone knows, everyone sees it. Even though in Tel Aviv, downtown Tel Aviv yesterday, they made a, a really beautiful thing with the wings with all the pictures of the Chatufim and gallows. And then the, the mayor, of course, Jared Ross, took it down immediately. But that was the people of Tel Aviv did that. Ruach Hadasha Al-Tzion Meir, there's plenty of, of, there's plenty of hit pakhut, of waking up right now. It has to all be Adar HaTorah. That's the thing. It can't just be this emotional upright. Like, it's there, but now we have to mashlim it and show them, guys, you're not crazy. This Ratzon you have is actually holy. It's, it fits in exactly with the Masorah of Ami. So that's a big job. Like, our Avoda, I've never like, felt this ever, 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 like, ever more passionately, but the responsibility of Art Sibur today has never, ever been stronger. Ever been stronger. Never. How is it possible, bro, that the yeshiva sh'ayla, the firma yeshiva sh'ayla, to talk about Hanukkah, but never talk about the military aspect. That's the tzioinim have done that. That it's all about leasing. It's not about, you know, the killing out and, this, and uprooting the evil. Right. Same thing with, with the whole story of Purim. It's not just the liberal left I know who want to suppress it. So I'll tell you. about... The, the yeshivas, the big... The of Torah... listen, when someone speaks, just I want everyone to give him attention. I'll, I'll explain to you. I'll explain to you. When Nachum Siegel asked me on Thursday, he's like, and this is, a, this is like a, a big limud, but I, I've been learning for myself. He said to me, isn't it amazing to see that all these, uh, all these non-religious people that were probably fighting against, uh, you know, anything Yiddishkeit... And, and Torah, we spoke about this, right, Brandon, did we speak about this yesterday? That they're, they, were, they were speaking against having uh, uh, a davening with Sibur, with a mechitza. Now these are the guys that they, they want tzitzis so badly. Look at this, isn't this amazing? I said, well, you know, that is amazing. What's just as amazing is when you have all these psisei tzal filled with charedim and with chasidim that are making barbecues for them. It's meeting each other in the middle. So, you know how I feel about what you just said. We talk about it all the time. It's, it's, it's ludicrous. But how does the Torah get corrupted? It's so the Torah because it's so easy. Paul Simon was the greatest prophet of music. I quote this line every week. Man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. It's very simple. It's very, very simple. <laughs> The title of discomfort is man hears what he doesn't want to hear and doesn't disregard the rest. Now, Hashem shows us you could be shoved, shoved into that place. You could be shoved in that place. 
Or you could choose to go to that place of discomfort on your own. That's Bechira. That's your Bechira. So we've been shoved. Horrifically. But I don't think we could ever go back. I think that now the world of Pnimiyas Torah, learning Pnimiyas Torah, learning the Torah that makes you uncomfortable in a good way, because <laughs> it deals with soul stuff, right, will lead you then more and more to a new place, like Rabbi Nachman says. The Torah, he has a beautiful teaching in the Kutim Aran. He says, the Torah is like you open a door and then you have three doors in front of you. And you go through, open one other door, and then there's another door in front of you. The wisdom of the Torah is it's ain't self, but you have to keep on going through doors to realize there's another door waiting before you. The rational mind thinks that eventually there's a door that I opened that I reached. And that is my conquer. That's my dollar, right? And the Baal comes and in a sweet way slaps you in the face so hard. And says, are you crazy? Eretz Yisrael and its Kedusha is the same exact thing. Once Zionism realizes that it's just a middle game, it's not the end game, it's just a... It's a stepping stone, it's a door to a much bigger... It's a shlav. What? To the shlav of Kibesi based Tfilei Kar Lechola Amim. If Beis Amigdash doesn't become the center of what, how we speak about Eretz Yisrael, the patches of Halila are going to continue. Yeah. Just t- talk louder, I'm sorry. Last night, Miriam's grandparents, Auschwitz survivors, yeah. uh, grave uh, uh, cemetery with the dead ones, and the people in the swastika. These are people that survived in like, Auschwitz and the swastika. I don't know if you get the air graves, but the small place, and it got there. Okay. I'm just trying to put my emotions and my costs aside, and, I'm, and I have a warped way of looking at things sometimes. And so, like, let's say the guy that did this. All right. I don't even know if he's Muslim. He might just be like a PKK. Someone who's upset at what he sees in the news and decides, this is my Nakama. I'm going to show those guys. I'm going to show you Nakama. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to spray paint. I'm going to somehow make the connection between these people and this grave and do this. Okay. Fine. Like, and I'm looking at it. I'm almost saying, like, what's... What's mine to come up? Like, what's what's my answer to that? If the video was on him, this guy sees the news, he takes action. He goes, and this is what he does. As sick as you might think it is, this guy's taking action. And and so now, like, the video is on me, and so what is it? Where's Yossi going? What does it look like? And I'm and like, and when we have these classes, I'm like trying to understand it also. It sounds to me like, look, it's 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 the hard work on the inside. It's that hard root work continue we always speak about on the inside. It's the conversation with Hashem. Like, where's that action? Where's that Shimon League? At the end of the day, they took action. They, they did something. They, this guy, he saw something. He took action. He's sick, but he, he did something. So that, like, like I, what's mine to come up to that? Not angry. Not angry. What's mine to come up to it? It's a good question. You don't act as a yachid, no. meaning your own person to come. I, I, I don't know the I don't know the answer. To, I don't know the answer to that. But why this thing about the yachid? It's not about the nekama of the yachid now. It's the nekama of of, of Shem Shemaim or of Am Yisrael. Do you know when the guy would? You know when he would never do a swastika? Do you, know, do you know when he? Do you know when this wouldn't have happened? Do you know how Recently none of this would have happened? If we responded right away. Is that we're not acting yet as Nakama. 
you don't you don't give you don't bring bottles of water and sh- bring the TV crews to show it was raped and show the world. That's the weakest, most non-Jewish thing that we could do right now. Those orders are coming from above. I'm not blaming any chayal, God forbid. Those that it's that's our Western mind thinking. They're gonna like me. I'll finally be able to portray myself in a way that they're going to like me. That, 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 that's really, 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 really the root of what it's be- from the beginning. If there was, we have a concept called Leman Yiru Yirau, right? What does that mean? That they'll see something and they will actually be afraid. They will be in awe. That's what the Rebbe, how he instructed, whenever he was asked anything, military-wise, you know, we spoke on the level of, are you changing the, the, the frame of things to create an, in, an instance that they're afraid of you? If not, they can't be here. A yid cannot walk here scared anymore. We so cannot. He, this guy, he, he, he says, I don't hate the... He said, I don't hate the Arab, I respect him. Yeah. I respect him. At least they're calling us the Al-Aqsa... Moshe Feiglin saying the Moshe Feiglin is when his broadcast he's saying, "Okay, we're back to another day of, of the 36th day of Milchemet Hamikdash," and he's like, "I know you think that's weird, right? That's what they're calling it." He says, "Until we respect them, not respect them doesn't mean to give them kavod. Respect means calling exactly what it is, just calling it what it is." You notice that I respect them and they respect me and both of us think that you're crazy. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's, and, and I, that's why your question, listen, your question as, a, as an individual, what is the, we said already about the Yechidim, that's not the Avoda here. The Avoda is, am I part of this, of a new door of Eretz Yisrael? Like, when there's going to be, when, when there'll be elections, even though like no one has any hope in anyone that's there today, but if there's enough of a drisha mitzad am that Hashem, we want a manik that's mekadish your name, at that moment Hashem can do, Hashem can always do anything. It's a spiritual war. It's a spiritual war. The greatest nekama in the world, the greatest nekama in the world, like mamash, even more than, than, than killing all of them and expelling all of them, would it be that Hashem's name is shining brighter than ever. That burns them more in their own hell than we physically could ever do. That can't come from Kas. That comes from an Ahava Azah. Like Alish Baruch who's saying, Hashem, this guy in Cleveland bring Swiss swastikas on, 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 on people that went through Auschwitz. How could you let? The, how could you still be okay with this? And if you're not, and it's about me doing something, how could you? How could you conceal yourself any longer for any second? And enough concealment, like that level of tefillah, that level of really, you know, bringing it, bringing it to the table. This must be learned through Shimon and Levi. This must be the way that Chazal have taught us. What it's really all about, and like you end off over here saying, "Achelokim shoftim ba'aretz." When I see that, when I hear what happened in Cleveland, I say, "Achelokim shoftim ba'aretz." Are you running the show? So it's more of a chilul Hashem that's taking place because you're wondering, wait a second, six million went through what they went through so that their great grandchildren can come to their graves and see this. Hashem, 
what, what, are you, what are you saying? What are you saying? Like, how do I live a life that's mamish lamalcha? Now, half of your hands were raised. I, I can't, I can't, and I have to end. I know there's a lot. These, these shirim bring out a lot, a lot, a lot. That's why we have the chat for it afterwards, to plug away, share in there, to save space. It's not a place where anyone's attacked. It's just a place where we express whatever anything is felt. We're still in the middle of this. We, we haven't even, you realize, we, we've only done... We've only done about seven pages of, 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 a, of a peric that's longer until, it, until we can walk away saying and answering your question. Like the most lemaisa lemaisa. But for today we did do something very important. It's very hard to relate to this Torah unless we cry over it in his bodhidus. It's almost impossible. To re, it, it, it's impossible because if part of this avoda is tikkun gaiva, kas, and there's no outlet for it, it'll come out in the wrong way. It'll come out on people. It'll come out on other yidim, which is an achirul Hashem, which isn't good either. It has to find its right spot. As hard as that is, it, it must be. So I give us a bracha to have enough guts to simply do his bodhidus. To simply do his bodhidus. To simply speak to Hashem in your own language in a secluded area. Speak about it. Bring that up there. And you, you get... Yeah, get... Get uncomfortable. Get un- We're already uncomfortable. Get spiritually uncomfortable. Who and said there's we shouldn't wrapped- be comfortable? Huh? Who said we shouldn't be uncomfortable? I, don't, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I actually have no idea. <laughs> I don't know, but apparently everyone thinks that's part of the gig. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs>